Good morning, everyone. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you. And we have a few questions that came in from some uh, listeners, uh, and I want to address them. Um, thank you for your question, Brother Alfred. Um, actually, both of the questions are, are really quite related to each other in a lot of ways. Um, Revelation 10, 1. So this, is, this first question is from Brother Alfred. Brother Alfred says, Revelation 10, 1, is that Jesus Christ? Brother Jason, can you please explain Revelation 10, 2? Can we say Revelation 10, 2 is fulfilled? So let's take a look at that. Um, I think this is a critically important question and one that uh, warrants us taking some time to review it. And so is the next one. Um, let's, let's take a look here. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with the cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left upon the earth. Okay, so uh, let's take a look at this here. Uh, who is the mighty angel? Is it Jesus Christ? So we want to just just think about this for a minute. So this angel is clothed with a cloud. A rainbow is upon his head. Uh, his face was as it were the sun. His feet as pillars of fire. Each of those things... Uh, is expressing the presence of God. So uh, a cloud, the, ch the children of Israel were led by a cloud during the day and a pillar of fire by night. So one, there's a cloud. Two, there's uh, feet as pillars of fire. There's a rainbow about his head, which in Revelation chapter 4 it says that there's a rainbow round about the throne. Um, face, as it were, the sun, speaking of the glory of God radiating from the face of this mighty angel. This is not no mere angel. This is speaking of and expressing the very presence of Almighty God. Now we understand physically, bodily, Jesus Christ remains interceding at the throne in heaven. He's still in the presence of God. He's the mediator of the new covenant. He's interceding for you and I before God's throne. He also has done the culminating work in redemption for his Gentile bride. He's began that. It's a process. So he... he he took the book, he opened the seals. This begins the final process of the redemption of his Gentile bride. He's made the claim, he's taken the title deed, he's taken the book of redemption, now he possesses it. But yet he hasn't come down from heaven to, to get us. Physically, Jesus Christ is in, bodily, physically, Jesus Christ is in heaven before the throne of God. 
So who is this mighty angel that came down? This is the very presence of Almighty God. You see in Brother Branham's ministry, the pillar of fire accompanying him. This isn't a literal, uh, we're not to take this literally, that a giant angel comes down, puts his foot on, on the land and on the sea, and you, you're going to see, uh, physically going to see uh, an angel that has clothed with a cloud, and has a rainbow around him. It's all speaking of this is the presence of God coming down. John sees it in type. When the reality comes, God, God comes down in the form of the pillar of fire. And he begins to express and reveal himself to his people. And verse 2 says he had in his hand a little book open. Okay, so again, this is the process of God bringing the message to us. The presence of God comes down in the form of a pillar of fire. A cloud accompanies uh, this, pre this presence. So God is coming down with what? An open book. No, not a literal open book. It means that now the condi conditions are met of the age where Christ has made his claim and now the final process. These things are a picture these things are these things are what John saw in type showing what God would do on the earth. This is the process again. Um, the mighty angel brings the open book down to reveal it to us. Yes, it's fulfilled. Is this Jesus Christ, not the man Christ Jesus? This is the presence of Almighty God coming down, which we know. What is the name? What is the name of 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 God? It's Jesus Christ. This is the the Spirit of Jesus Christ, not the man Christ Jesus. The Spirit of Jesus Christ coming down. Okay. Uh, next question is from Brother Tim. Uh, he says, if Revelation 10 is the cloud on Mount Sunset, where is the rainbow? Where is the upraised hand? Where is the feet and eyes of fire? Did he touch down? Is time no more? Uh, Jesus comes three times to earth. Which coming is this? Did he go to the Jews? Because the angel of the covenant is always to Israel. Okay, so let's take a minute here. Um, if... If Revelation 10 is the cloud on Mount Sunset, where is the rainbow? Where is the upraised hand? Where is the feet and eyes of fire? Did he touch down again? This is in a type, a spiritual type. This is something to, to show us who is coming down, who is here to reveal himself. This is in type. Where is the rainbow? Well, uh, where is the upraised hand? Where's the feet? Where's the touchdown? Again, you're taking. Are you taking this literally, or are you taking this? This is a type to show what's happening. Christ coming to make his claims in spirit form. Um, again, uh, did, did he come this time? The first coming of Christ was in phases. He came. He was conceived first. Then he was born. Then he grew up. He appeared in the temple when he was 12 years old. He was baptized. He began his ministry. He was crucified. He was raised up. It was phases over a period of time. 
the second coming of Christ will be the same. In uh, Luke 17, uh, we see this, we, and we understand Luke 17, 30, the days, that the, son of, the days of the Son of Man and the days that the Son of Man are revealed are speaking of uh, how God revealed himself in this message. So Luke 17, and we're looking at uh, chapter, or verse, starting with verse uh, 20, uh, yes, 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. So how long were the days of Noah? 120 years. How, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man, not in the instant of the Son of Man, but in the days of the Son of Man. There's a period of time, period of time. Uh, again, 28, likewise also as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat and drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. This is a process, it's a period of time. Christ came down, the second coming is, is a process. He came down in the form of a pillar of fire in 1933 to, to, show, to show and speak before the people that as John the Baptist was sent to forerun the first coming of Christ, your message will forerun his second. The pillar of fire came down. The, the, the seals were open. You look at how... The Son of Man was revealed, that prophetic ministry, Jesus Christ revealed through the ministry of William Branham, showing forth his presence and his power. Um, this is a process. The, ra the, ra the, the preparation for the rapture is a process. There will be a, a time, a literal day, where Christ r raises the dead. They, they come, they appear amongst us, and then our bodies are changed and we're caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. That will literally happen. But the rapt, Brother Branham says in the rapture message, the rapture is going on now. It's a process. It's something that God is doing. And so he says, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout. He says, what is the shout? It's the message. So the Lord has descended with a message. He's here. He's, he has come down. Almighty God in the form of a pillar of fire, has come down to reveal himself. Is the angel of the covenant always to Israel? Well, we would have to throw out a huge amount of what Brother Branham says in order to say that it's only to Israel. Uh, Brother Branham explains that there's a light, supernatural light appearing in the church, or in the services. He talks about the, the, the pillar of fire that uh, picture above him he says that's none other than the angel of the covenant the lord jesus christ no the angel of the covenant is not only to jews the angel of the covenant is to god's chosen people which is the jews and the gentile bride are we not elected are we not part under the new covenant and a part of the new covenant absolutely we are we're a part of that um so which part of which coming is this? This is part of the second coming. This is a part of the process of the second coming. He's still here. He's still in a uniting time with his bride. He's still making us ready for the rapture. Uh, 
where is the rainbow? All the, uh, the rainbow, the upraised hand, these things. What is time no more? Is time no more? Where it says that in Revelation 10, time shall be no more. That right there is speaking um, where it says time no more. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are and the earth and the things that therein are and the sea and the things which are therein, that time shall be no longer. Um, if you go in to the marginal note there in the Schofield Bible, it says delay. There should be delay no longer. Uh, but then what does the next verse? There's no Time shall be no longer. Delay shall be no longer. So the mighty angel comes down. He cries with a loud voice. Seven thunders utter their voices. Those seven angels that appeared to Brother Branham and came with the thunder out in, uh, in, uh, at Sunset Mountain. And But then it says, but... So this is a this is a phrase that's saying that, that time will be no longer but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel. We're still in the days of the voice of the seventh angel. His voice is still going around the world. No, not him personally. He's gone off the scene. But through the fivefold ministry and his tape ministry, this message is going continually around the world. It's being translated into... Uh, every tongue under heaven. So time will be no more or there'll be no more delay. For what? For him to claim his bride, for him to catch her up, to make her, to, to, to bring her forth to the marriage supper of the Lamb. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, so there is a period of time there, days, the days of the Son of Man, the days of the voice of the seventh angel. These things are still taking place. These things are still in process, and it's important for us to understand and grasp this. Um, so the quote that uh, Brother Tim brings, he says, if you notice, that's Christ. See, because he in the Old Testament was called the angel of the covenant, and he is directly coming to the Jews now for the church is finished. That's absolutely true. The, the mighty angel comes down. He has an open book. What is he doing? He's going to reveal the seals and the contents of that open book to us. He cries with a loud voice. The shout, what is the shout? It's the message going forth first. When he, shout, when he does that, seven thunders utter their voices. Those things are then revealed to Brother Branham. Brother Branham then takes them and brings them and reveals them to us. And what is he getting ready to do? He's getting ready from there He's getting ready to turn directly to the Jews. This is the final phase, the final step before he turns to the Jews and starts dealing with them. I hope that's clear. Um, we have, I have about 17 pages of quotes where Brother Branham refers to Revelation chapter 10, not just verse 7, but Revelation 10 and applies it to fulfillment in his ministry. Revelation 10 is not, not, not for the Jews. I know Ewald Frank and different ones like that try to say that Revelation 10 is for the Jews. Well, they're coming and contradicting Brother Branham. They're saying Brother Branham made a mistake and I'm here to fix it. Who was the vindicated prophet? Was it Ewald Frank or was it Brother Branham? God vindicated Brother Branham's message. We put our confidence in what God did there. 
Ewald Frank, me, anybody else, we need to hear that voice so that we can then become the final voice of the final age. Brother Branham emphasizes that it's important for us to say and teach what he taught, not to change it, not to twist it. I can't take this one quote from Brother Branham about the angel of the covenant, and he's coming directly to the Jews now. So he's coming He's coming to the Gentiles. Revelation 10 is fulfilled for the Gentiles. You can't say Revelation 10, 1 and 2, and 3 and 4, and 5 and 6 are for the Jews, but 7 is for the Gentiles. This is the whole process of how God revealed this to him. Christ opened, opened the book. The mighty angel brings the book down. It's open. He com he's communicating it. Seven thunders bring that to the prophet. The prophet reveals it to us. These things are, are clear. These things are fulfilled. Um, if, if you have any further questions, uh, I know he went a lot longer than I normally do, and I apologize for that, but felt these things were important, and I wanted to get them answered. Brother Tim, Brother Alfred, thank you so much for your questions uh, and statements there. I, I so appreciate that. And uh, please continue the feedback. Um, I love you all. God richly bless you.